Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge FFL podcast, episode 4. This is the first one we're doing uh, at the week 1 recap. Games are played today, the league is officially kicked off. Today I'm here with the godfather of Old Bridge podcasting, Ryan Morick. Uh, heir to the throne, Augie to my right, uh, Commissioner Kurtzman's in the building. Dylan is here. I don't have any cool nickname for you. And 05, DK Jake, Jake in the building. Um, we're here just to, to talk about the games. Uh, so let's just get right, literally get right into it. But actually, before we get into it, I want to shout, shout uh, Kyle Mapson out. The kid was there all day today taking pictures for everyone. Uh, he doesn't have to do that. He did it. Uh, I think he wants to play in the league, Chrisman. We're going to figure that out. But make sure you guys file, follow Kyle Kyle Mapson. I can't speak right now. Make sure you file, follow Kyle Mapson on Instagram. He's going to be sending the pictures to Kurtzman uh, tomorrow, I think, Tuesday, on Monday. I will have them by Tuesday and hopefully out to everyone by Wednesday. So, okay, so that that was actually one of the parts that I think went really well today. So before we actually get into the games, I just want to hear from all you guys, what do you think went well today and what do you think didn't go so well today, just as the first week of the season? Commissioner, you start. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the refs, we just need to – clean that that part of the league up a little bit i think it was hard only having one ref but that's just because of having to pay people to be refs so i think in the future we're gonna have to set more defined roles for people make sure that we have volunteers doing the things that the refs can't control like if the refs can be standing in the back uh, in the secondary you need a guy guy who's volunteering and his one job is to do game clock and do the do the line of scrimmage offsides false starts but I think they did an okay job, the refs. I think there might have been a few missed calls, but every ref is going to miss calls. And I think we're not paying for a NFL, like the referees that yeah. are playing in the NFL. No, I, and I don't think for for one guy, I don't think they did a bad job today. I think there has to be more people on the staff. I definitely think that. And for everyone saying like a part of the $80 the league fee was including refs, if we wanted more referees that aren't people that are in the league – the league fee would have to be like hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, it would be sure. it yeah. would have to be like almost twice the amount of money of more people because a lot of the money from the league is going to these refs every game. So uh, I think that will get cleaned up. With that oh. being said, too, teach like shout out Bill and Ed also. Like, yeah, I know that we get hot and heavy about these games, and if you, you got a missed call, like I, I, I get it, we've all been there. But like these guys are taking time out of their personal lives like they got families at home like they're coming out here on a Sunday and helping us out and like, I doing personally such a, doing I really saw both games that Bill did and I, I can't speak for I, I didn't see the game I think Bill was phenomenal he was writing down agreed. he did more than I yep, expected agreed. he was writing down timeout scores how it happened yeah, like, he agreed. showed me and I was like okay you're actually taking this serious enough to where the le- to almost where the level I'm taking it seriously alright so I guess as we go out throughout this podcast we'll get into more of the things that like could have been better in each division individual game Mm -hmm. but overall how do you feel week one ended are you feeling good about it or what's going on with you oh i for sure feel good about it i came home and i just was ecstatic my mom asked me how it went and i told her it went better than i expected it to go because i'm also a person who has low expectations because i'm assuming that bad things could possibly happen but today was great i think and i gotta win so all right so let's get right into it let's go first game uh, let's, let's start off with first 11 o'clock let's go let's go 11 o'clock games oh okay so yeah, let's yeah, start yeah. let's start with 11 o'clock games 
Uh, what the first game I want to talk about on the is top field was the Cowboys against the Raiders, and yeah. that was Zach Sobs against Corey Nuzzi, who. No, a lot of some of us. That's the only thing I. Before we start, that's why I don't like about having eight teams. I can't see every game. I'm. So I uh, saw a little bit of that game. Yeah. Did you see a little bit of that game? Played in the game. Dylan saw that game. So let's let him. Come on, Cowboys. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot Augie Penn. I was like, Augie sub for them. TJ's brain doesn't function until four p.m. Yeah. So that's very true. That's very true. That's very true. All right. So yeah. About this game, you guys saw it. Tell me what happened. What was the. The tempo of the game, how it. How All right, I'll go. I'll I'll, I'll give my reaction to Sedano and them's team, and then I'll let Og talk about his team. And Bimbo uh, is on that team. Is on and Bimbo Sedano that TJ Angstad right? Okay, they are a, a team. Before on the last podcast, we said to be successful in this league and just flag football, especially in all flag football leagues, you have to be well-designed plays. You have to have well-designed plays. You have to have people crossing, getting other people open. You know what I mean? You have to be organized. You have to be uh, calculated. You can't just go out there and out-talent people. Mm -hmm. Like, we've seen Nick and I be there on the same team last year, and their team wasn't good. Now, Nick told me after the game, he was like, Nick wasn't worried at all. He told me, tomorrow we're going to Lombardi. We're going to do plays. Everyone's coming back over to my house after. We're going to draw all these plays up. And honestly, I love they, to hear that. I love to hear I that too. Because, to hear because, that. because if you're, yeah. if you have to, in order to be competitive, you literally have to do that. And the kid, Corey Nuzzi, um, I, I thought he made some good throws today. And, uh, Wiz was vouching for him and Nick. They were like, "Yo, wait!" Because in in school when he was playing with his boys and stuff, he was like, he "Wait, knows, yes, he yes, really play familiar." He know any single kid on his team. Yes, just that's why week one, I'm not overreacting on their team. They were like, "Yo, don't kill me on the podcast today. Don't kill me." I was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna kill anyone week one yeah. because it is week one, and you do have to to Look figure out. Much. Yeah, you have to to figure out uh, how your team's gonna play, and and you have to get everything under control. But with that being said. Augie's team, Zach Sobes is the captain. Uh, he was dominant today. Augie's first pick was a beast. Uh, why do you think your team played so well today? I just think we're the most complete team from top to bottom. Rich Ritter had a huge pick for us. He was like a late-round draft pick. Um, Prem Patel played great on defense. Mike Body played great on defense. Like, I barely played defense today, and we won by, like, what, like 30 what? points? <laughs> so, so, what, what, is your de- what does your defense look like? Um, we got Austin on D-line. Liam, oh, okay. Liam Knowles could play D-line. DG. Yeah. Like, I think we have a lot of range. And- I think looking at your team today, I was like, first off, I'm, every time I watch Zach Sobes play, I'm, like, reminded that he's a beast. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, Zach sure. Sobes, like, every time you see him play, like, he moves, he steps up in the pocket really well. And whereas a lot of guys in the league are looking to run, he's always looking to throw down the field. Like, I know he could run. I'm yeah. pretty sure he had a rushing touchdown today, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's he throws ball. Like, he had Liam. You know, I think Liam dropped a touchdown, like, early in the game. Like, he was, like, wide open, dropped a touchdown maybe. Am I wrong? Liam's a kid with long hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't He, uh, he might, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm saying, like, there was more opportunities. Liam, Liam, Liam yeah. was Liam was really good today. And what round did he go in? Uh, second. second. We took yeah, second round. Yeah, he, 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 he played high school. I know, yeah. He was, after, after last year, he was, he was Yeah, I, I liked him. Yeah, he was good for us in the fall. I liked him. So, that game, I think, here's another thing. I think that game came down to 
Augie is a very experienced flag football player. And we got Joe in the huddle, so, too. And, and you have Joe, and Joe, Joe DeMeo, great play caller in the huddle. And then you're playing against a team with a bunch of kids who never played together. So that's where you see the obvious. Yeah, once we went up, like, 13 nothing, I knew it was over. Because look at every other yeah, game. They look, came out. They were playing zone to start, and, like, they don't have any chemistry. Zone, and, like, zone is all but Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, so how do we – so like, let me, let me ask work, about that. Like, you got to trust your teammates. How do we feel about zone in flag football? Oh, it can work zone. if you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it can work. Yeah, it really we, we ran zone today against yeah. you guys, and yeah. I thought it worked okay. They were obviously. They I think it's just hard team. because you don't practice. You don't practice. You don't practice with your team. NFL teams practice five days a week, and right. then they run go run zone in one right. game a week. We don't see each other for. We may get one practice in, but it's hard to simulate a game. Yeah, we, no, are, we are too inexperienced of football players to play zone. I Most feel of like. them. I'd say the majority. There are too many. There's too much. Sure. Fi- there's too much. Like. Yo, you got short right, I got back right. What happens on a what happens on a twelve yard out? There's even football players, like actual football players, who try to say they know zone and they really yeah. don't know the zone. They just act like there's just too much finger. Like there's too much finger pointing. If so, if you if you could give advice right now, right? Because I assume everyone's gonna be listening to this. If you could give advice to that team, the Raiders, what would you say to them? I would tell them. Don't get frustrated over a week one loss, even though it's a 30-point loss. It doesn't matter. I think every team from today to week seven or week eight will be much better. Oh, much better. I think by week seven or week eight, teams are going to be – we saw a lot of high-scoring games today. I think by week seven, week eight, week six, we're seeing a lot of 21 to 13, 27 to 20, like a lot closer, lower-scoring game because teams are going to figure out how to manage the – guarding the linemen – Manage rushing the quarterback. I think there has to, there's a lot more thinking now because the yeah. linemen are eligible. And also, overall, like a lot of newcomers into the league, like never played flag, whatever. The flag pulling today was god awful. Yeah, I think by the end of it, it'll be a lot yeah. better. There's so many the broken, broken, broken touchdowns. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing. These, these flags were brand new. Like, Kurtzman just got these flags. So it was very tough. Like, you had to really rip that flag to pull it today. And obviously, as the season goes on, the flags will get more broken in. It would just be better. But I saw – I did see a lot of long touchdowns today. So let's move on to the next – what was the other 11 o'clock game? Who else? Oh, uh, not Titans. That was okay, so Jets, Jets, Jets Saints, Saints, which was Vin D'Onofrio's team versus Taz, Taz and Abby's team. Yeah. Morick, I have right here, played for uh, Taz's team Saints. today. So, Morick, I'll, I'll ask you first. How did you feel about uh, the team that you played for today? Do you think they have potential to be better? Like, what do you think went wrong? Um, they, like, I was actually very surprised. Like, heading into this week, I was like, like, because I just don't think they know what they're doing. Okay. Like, we, we said it before about my team, and we'll dissect it later. Like, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. But I, I really think, like, both Taz and Abby can both play quarterback. Yeah. And Billy's still Billy. And I, th- like, I think that they got to buy time for whoever is playing quarterback. Like, Wiz came up to me and was like, you were their best player today. Like, you were their best lineman. Like, do I think I'm good? Yeah. But I think <laughs> if I'm your best lineman, th- that's an issue. Yeah. Like so, I think there are a lot of other people that are better than me and should be better than me. I was I was yeah. very impressed yeah. with Taz. I honestly was. I'm not saying he was so great, not. but he was definitely better than I thought he would be. And it really did hurt them that Abby didn't show up till the second half. I think if Abby was there the whole game, it 
pos- they possibly could have won. I'm not going to say they would have won, but I think that it obviously would have gave them a better chance because Ab comes on the f- field. Taz he- threw some great balls in that first half. I, we <laughs> The first score? drive. 20 to 14. 20 to 14 was, was the final score. Yeah, 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 they Taz did. told me that there was two drop touchdowns in the game at halftime. He came up to me. He's like, yeah. they're A couple of drops, a couple of questionable calls here and there. Um, or no calls. We, we kept talking about it too. Like, like <laughs> I, I can't. I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record, I guess, on this whole podcast. Throwing deep doesn't work. Okay. Especially in, the, like, I feel like there's just too many risks involved. Like, yeah, Abby could throw it deep. And if you were to play quarterback, Jake, like, you could throw it deep. Like, we have guys who have arms, but. I saw a deep pass intercepted by Nick King today. It was interceptions a and, 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 and possible <laughs> yeah, no, pass interference Nick calls King that aren't, that, like, there are so many pass interference calls that aren't going to get called that everyone's just going to yeah. bitch and moan about. Push-ups. Mm-hmm. push-ups are the biggest thing. It's not, it's yeah. not yeah. worth it. Sam had a push-up. So it's, yeah. not, yeah. It, it's just not worth it. So, it's in my game, too. So uh, in that game, another thing I took away from it was uh, speaking – Forget, move on from Taz's team here because I think they'll be okay with Abat quarterback. I like the kid. His name is Christian. Yes, yeah, fast kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good. He played and he played well. He got better when Abby was there because like he's like a, more of a slant runner and Abby's taller, seeing over the line. So he was just we had a you know, we had out. a game plan when Abby showed up. We did the same exact like me and Christian. We did the same exact routes every time. Was it Christian? 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 Oh, a lot of people don't. Yeah, Christian he can't can, play. Christian can really play. I've been playing Christian my whole life. No, Christian my whole life. No, he's good. Yeah, he's. I thought he was. I thought he was very good today. I was watching. I thought he was very impressive. Vince team. I liked. I liked Vince team because. When they were drafting, they told like, look, we got Matt Short, we got Wiz, we're going to have a good line. They had a rushing touchdown on that fourth and goal early in the game in the first half where they just had Matt Short and Wiz and Vin just kind of bull rushed up the middle. And that's like Wiz and Matt Short are going to create a whole – yeah. Yeah. So I like – so like they they, (laughs) – I feel like they played to their strength today. Like I thought they were good on defense. I thought Nick King – you know, one of the better uh, corners in the league had an interception. I thought Paul did a really good job on Billy, and that's not an easy cover by any means. Nope. That's um, what's up? Yeah, Pete. Yeah. No, Pete. Yeah, Pete. That's no, and, I, and I'm Pete saying I'm, this is what I'm saying about the line. Wiz and, and Matt were also good on the defense line. Pete, I thought was even when Abby got in the game, he was putting yeah. pressure on him, making him change direction yeah, and stuff. Around, so I think Pete had a really good. I like Vin's team. Uh, defensive line Vin it, for, for as a health standpoint I think he looked good out there like moving around he I think his his, 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 his his throws are a little <laughs> inaccurate but I think he's rusty like he hasn't really moved around and competed in athletic activity in a little bit right. so I think Vin gets better as, as the season goes on and I think that team also would be a team I'm going to say this on basically about every team besides basically Kurtzman's um you guys need to run plays. Like you need a lot of plays. You need people misdirection. You know motion in the backfield. Right. I, I think that would just it makes the league a little better, and it makes it definitely makes your team better and opens things up for you. I think the more Vin plays, this is Vin's. You know he had four overtime losses last season or five. He told me yeah. so five overtime losses. This he finally got over the hump, got a win, and I think he learns from here. Gets healthier as the weeks go on, hopefully, and uh, he improves with his passing accuracy a little bit. Yeah. So let, let's let's move on from that game and let's go into uh, your game. Okay. So you got so Kersman's team is the Browns. The Browns played the Vikings, which is Connor Frill's team. Jake subbed for them today. Completely unfair sub, but we'll let that slide. <laughs> I mean, it didn't sound like it didn't work in their favor. I mean, not not that it didn't work in their favor, but I mean, they won the game. Well, you are a cheat code. I mean, yeah, you're not a cheat code, but you're like you're the best. Well, but but, yeah. when, but when you but you were the best player in the field today, and I think and no disrespect to Connor, but Jake is better than Connor, so 
if I was if I was Kurtzman and I'm the commissioner and I lost, I'm giving myself the win if Jake's on the team. But <laughs> anyway, but on a but on a serious note, um, how do you think? Well, let me go. Let me ask Jake first before I get to you. You play in this league. You played in it last season too. Do you think that the competition got better for starters? Yeah, yeah. The the, the newcomers definitely made because if a newcomer a newcomer coming, it just gives them more life. Like they they almost have they come something to prove. Other like, like rather me or Augie showing up in Kurtzman. Dylan, we we've been playing. We all know Dylan's gonna go up and get the We're ball. Pro, we all know. Man. Oh yeah, we all know what we can do. Yeah, like, those new kids they come out and they they're really trying to show people like like you guys slept on me. Like you know what I mean? So so it all right. So tempo. Connor Friel, first time quarterback. Uh, you were playing. You were playing for him today. Mm-hmm. How do you think he was first game as a quarterback? For his first, for his first game in that was his first game in the SFL, right? Yeah, yeah that was. It really wasn't bad. He, he was. It's 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 hard to make decisions when you're definitely as a quarterback to your first your first season as a quarterback to make decisions in the SFL. It's you got to be quick. Like yeah, the, the, he thinks he's gonna sit back there and we're just gonna go deep. That's oh, not gonna right. happen. It's just just like he said. Just like Ryan said, going deep it's hard because. You also don't have the time on yep. top of that. Forget about the pass breakups. They don't have the time to do it. So I think he played good, though. I think uh, a lot of the balls were on point. Everything. He threw, he threw a couple balls to me. That deep ball he threw to me was a dart, to be honest, as much yeah. as I made the catch. That was a, that was a beautiful no. ball. Yeah, okay, Chris. That was a beautiful ball. Um, so at the end of the game, or towards the end of the game, they made a quarterback switch after Friel threw his third interception. Right. Now, Friel was 9-14, nine, nine 123 yards, one touchdown, three picks, four carries for 45 yards. So that doesn't sound like that bad of a game. Right. The three interceptions, a little alarming. Do you think that they should stick with Connor Friel or they should just make the move to Mikey Gargano? I mean, you also have to look at it uh, when when Connor does come back. Not saying Connor can't go up and get the ball, but it's just like TJ said, it, it definitely makes a difference with me there. But I, th- I guess I would say keep him there considering it was his first game. Yeah, he's going to throw yeah. some picks. I mean, you can agree because you played in the game. Oh. I think the one to chance, that was like, that was just a bad, like, it was just a bad decision to make. The one like, to chance is a bad decision. It's a bad the decision. one to I, me was he threw it back across his body yeah, over the middle. Yeah, and then the one to yeah. Antonio Rocchio, I think his last, Rocchio, Rocchio, he made a phenomenal diving catch yeah. on that play. So I don't think Connor Friel played <laughs> No, and, and this is what I, I want to say about Connor Friel. It's his mistakes today were not because of his physical ability. Exactly. It was it was rookie mistakes. It wasn't it wasn't because he doesn't have the arm strength or right. the athleticism. Right. If Connor, I don't know if Connor Friel listens to these, but Connor Friel, if you're listening to this, it's literally you'll get better as the season like goes on. Well. And why? Oh. And another thing, I'm, another just free game. Uh, it's not Augie's reaching for my charger. It's not connected. <laughs> um, free game here for for everyone in the league. Watch the other teams play. Yeah. Watch, stay, come early. Watch a team like Dylan's team is gonna run plays. We're gonna get into Dylan's team. Kurtzman's team yeah. is gonna run plays. Yep. W- make sure you know Connorfield. You you thought you could do it all off, off athleticism today. You see that it's not the case. That these kids know what they're doing. They experienced fa- flag football players. Competition. Make yes. Make sure you're there watching, learning, implementing what you see from other games into your team's play style. Okay, so. You think they're going to be good, Jake? That Vikings team? You think oh, when Connor gets back? As long as they get oh, bicep. Oh, oh, shout yes. Shout out to Noah. He tore his bicep. We know yeah. for a fact. Yeah. So he's done for the he's season. Down yeah. Damn. So, no, I feel bad for Noah. He was on the podcast last time. He was really excited to play. So, quite, all right, let me ask you a question then. Let me put you on the spot. Go for it. Noah, to me, is one of the better offensive linemen, defensive linemen in the league. Probably Okay. One of, one of <laughs> yeah. not so now they need a sub. Yeah. They need a big kid I've to play the line. Call, I've already called a few. Leak, kids. leak the information. 
I've give me already, potential. Give me throw Jude names. Manfred, Jude Manfred. I was going to say Jude. I talked to Jude. I know you. I talked to Jude at the mall. Jude Manfred talked back in February. I hit him up, told him to sign for the league. He must have not have seen any of the uh, anything on social media or anything, which I find that very crazy. But I already texted him. I told him you could play for a prorated rate. I already plan on refunding Torino all Good. his money because Good. played one, one game. game. Like, yeah. I'm just I'm not doing that. I'm giving Jude... I'm telling Jude, if you want to play, you pay this much. That's what it is for us this season. And I think Jude is a fair sub for now. I also do because also this is the state of their offensive line. If yeah. they don't get a caliber player of a Noah Torino. And you, draft, and you draft Noah because you, round, because you, you know he's going to play line. Yes. He's going to snap for you. He's going to be your staple on the line. But um, All right, so yeah, let's, let's move on from their team. I think Jude will be a fair sub for Noah. Noah, shout out to you. I hope you get healthy, bro. Um. I still hope you could make it to some Sundays and oh, stuff. Nice. All right, cool. I hope. I hope. Good. I hope that he's still involved because he was like he's a good person having the league. He likes it. Yeah, he's a good person having the league. So let's get into your team, Kurtzman. Um, go ahead. Suck your own dick here. Uh, read your stat line. Get, get your stat line out there. Get your stat line out there. Ten for fourteen, one hundred sixty-three yards, two touchdowns, eight rushes, eighty-six yards, two touchdowns. Okay, so so I'm on the sideline today. Paul three total touchdowns. Four. Paul Ferrelli is is raving. Same. So Paul Ferrelli is is raving. Say Kurtzman is my he's my favorite quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over. Kurtzman is like Alex is, Smith. Is he? I was gonna say is he Alex Smith? Or is, is, does he have a little bit more in his bag than Alex Smith has? A little more. I you think he's got a little bit more? Yeah, Kurtzman. Kurtzman it's not like he surprised me today. Kurtzman definitely. He could, he could get, we know Kurtzman's yeah, tough. He could play. Kurtzman can play. Kurtzman, All right, Kurtzman's so, a dog. So Kurtzman had a great game today. He's going to give himself offensive player of the week for the no. first game. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right. So, uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll leave that information. In, all right. In all, in, all seri- <laughs> in all seriousness then, um, how do you think your team performed today? Who were you impressed by on your team? Um, well, first of all, I have to say, shout out Chance Cooper. You brought all the energy that we needed. We, you could have been the only one that was hyped up today, and our whole team would have fed into it. He was talking. He was communicating. He was doing everything that I expected out of him, and I got him in the fifth round. Thought that was a steal. Um, I thought everyone on my line today, uh, Nick Villano from Sayerville, Harnish, John Harnish, who was uh, Notrino's cousin, and Matt Hughes and Lorenzo all played phenomenally today. I had That's a lot your of time. Line? God yeah, damn. I got four. I got four bulls in front of me. To be okay. honest with you, I wanted to make sure that for the most part I could stay back there for a little longer than I had in previous years. Um, I think my line played great. I think Joey Joey did what he had to do today. I spread the ball around pretty well. I, my my leading receiver was a lineman today. He had three catches for seventy five yards and a touchdown. Mm. So. I just think that my team is – I think – personally, I think my team is the best top to bottom. I know, wow. obviously, you think – Augie Augie Scoffles. Augie Scoffles. Um, or Scoffs. <laughs> uh, what did I say? Scoffle? Is it a Scuffle? Yeah. Is it a Scuffle? If I said Scoffle – Scuffle's scoff- a fight. I know. I'm saying if I said Scoffle, no one would have said anything. No, we could have rolled no. the Scoffle. Yeah. I mean, you, no one did say anything. You put yourself on blast. Yeah, it's all um, right. <laughs> No, but I, I think if I can play at that level, like I play, I know I'm sometimes up and down. I miss there's, there's games where I play really well and there's games where I play really poorly. If I can play at a, that level, an average level or higher, I think with my team and my defense and like what we do on offense, we run a lot of motion. We run a lot of motion today. I wanted to see how teams reacted yeah. to the motion, and I'm gonna. You ran um, under. Are we nervous? They definitely had a guessing. Let me ask. No, let me ask you a question. One guy. Oh, I yes, I ran a formation today with only one lineman, and I spread out five receivers. What happened on the play? How did it work? I, it was, it was from inside the five, and I ran it. Oh, okay. in. that was the play, though. We we're gonna spread them out and see what they did. So get creative. Yeah, I think you have to get creative. Let me ask you a question about Joe Pip. 
are we worried about his confidence going forward after after, after Jake after Jake <laughs> Jake climbed the ladder on him and caught one on his head top? For most people, I would say yes. Joey is somebody who doesn't care. Yeah. He literally wrote in our chat today. He literally wrote in our chat today. Jake mossed the crap out of me, but we're still good. No, he was there. It's also he was there. He was all there. He was. He took. He stopped running one second too early. Jake jumps up, and that's the. And Joe knows I'm just messing around. So 100. percent All right, let's. We're done with your game. We're 25 minutes in here. Let's go to Dylan's game. Uh, Dylan is sunburnt as hell right now. Uh, Yeah, he kid is kid is jacked. Scored (laughs) (laughs) every time we talk about Dylan, everyone's just like, "Yo, kid's jacked." Like that. That's just that's. I don't know where this came from. It's deer antler spray. He's got the Ray Lewis. Bro, I'm telling you, he's got (laughs) that. He's got the Ray Lewis Super Bowl running him. Um, Dylan, (laughs) let's let's uh, let's get let's get to your game here. Um, How'd you feel about? Your team, obviously, True was one of the biggest wild cards of the league. How do you feel True played today in his first start? Um, I want to give a shout out to True for he played. I mean, he had some. There was some lumps. Like, there's gonna be some feeling out process. Like, he's gonna get better every week. Like you said about the other rookie quarterbacks. Um, he was definitely nervous going into the game. Like pregame, he, uh, me and Nick Douglas were talking, like just just bullshitting. And True comes over to us. He's like, "Yo, you guys need to help me so much today." <laughs> I'm like, wow, it's good. He's like, should we take something serious? He's like, he's like, yeah, he was super serious. I'm like, he's like, I'm like, wow, you good? He's like, bro, I never played quarterback before. I'm really nervous. I'm like, bro, we're gonna be fine. Like, we're gonna put you in the right position, in the position to make good plays. But um, I really like our defense. Like, my draft strategy, I didn't pick really anybody that's big. Like, I might be the heaviest kid on our team. So everyone is fast, flying around the ball. Our defense. I mean, we gave up like 30, 26 points today, but. I think every touchdown was, like, bad flag pulling. Like, we okay. were flying around the ball. We had yeah. a bunch of sacks. Pasquale had two sacks. We had two safeties. Like, defense was great. Um, Mike Rousseau is the fastest kid I've ever seen touch a football. So, yeah, <laughs> just, we, we just we just we put our players in position to get the ball and uh, make plays. I, so. Like Dylan said, I think uh, such a huge part of this league, the most underrated part of the league, is pulling the flag. Yeah. And I know yeah. we talked about it a little bit before that it's, it's harder to pull the flag right now because they're brand new. But still, the kid who pulls the flag is in like you can't put a price on that because you need you need that. How many plays did we see today where a kid True had a thirty yeah. spins and a touchdown on, on a run today? True quarterback sneaks forty five yard touchdown run because no <laughs> one could pull a flag. And I'm serious. Uh, I want to shout out True because. True is hilarious. If you ever played Madden with True, he switches his offense to the read option, and he runs the read option the yeah. whole game, right? So True today, I'm watching True in real life run the read option, and it's just cracking me up because – and he True, honestly, he made good reads. Yeah. Um, he, he I thought one thing True did really well today was identify the mismatch. Uh, Ryan Rougeau is much more athletic than Eddie Welsh was, and Eddie was guarding Ryan. <laughs> no, it, oh, it's, so that's why Ryan had five targets. Five <laughs> five targets. I didn't understand why. And that's no, but why. but True was hitting him with some nice out passes. Uh, Dylan had a nice, like, kind of like a, flo- a little floater catch. True hit him with a nice ball over the top on Piscopo. Uh, led him nicely. That was Dylan, even though Dylan only had one catch, he had a long rushing touchdown mm-hmm. to kind of seal the game after the safety. I wanted to get into this as well with you. I wanted to get it on the podcast while we're talking about it before we talk about uh, the other team that you guys played, about the Matawan team. So Joe Piscopo uh, ended up playing quarterback for Georgia's team, for the Matawan, the Titans. 
And at the end of the game, it was a six-point game, eight-point game. We what was made it an uh, eight-point game. Titans had a lead kick. late. Wait, so they, we took the lead with like five minutes left. Then we got a safety to make it. Well, I'm saying game. so the yeah. safety made it eight. Yeah. So they well, were down eight. six when they had the ball. Joe Piscopo scrambles out, and there was there was honestly all it was was an accident. It was there was an accidental cone behind the last what should have been the back of the end zone. There was another cone like five yards past okay. the back of the end zone. So when Joe is scrambling, he looks to the side, he sees the furthest cone, which is the accidental cone, and then he sees the cone in the front, which he thought was the front of the end zone, but in reality, it was the back of the end zone. So he ends up taking a safety, and he wasn't too sure about and he, like He was like, what do you mean? Like It was confusion. And honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be 100% transparent. It realistically ruined their chance to win the game. Like it did. And I know Dylan, the next play, literally, what was it? You scored a touchdown literally the next play, right? So I I do think that. But Joe Piscopo was a good sport about it. Like, he understood that it wasn't, you know, like anyone's fault. It was literally just an accident. And that's something, first week of the league, going to have to be better about, you know, attention to detail. I know it's it's not just in the game. Like, on the sidelines, attention to detail is also important. So I, I, I think that will obviously get cleaned up. So let's talk about their team. There was a we mentioned quarterback switch before. Can I can I interrupt real yeah, quick? Yeah, just to sh- tell you how that situation is being alleviated really quick. I've already been in contact with someone who runs a uh, a little league baseball um, league, a little league baseball league in Oldbridge, who is giving me his chalk, like his machine to draw out chalk. So next week we will have white lines with chalk for the end zone and the sidelines and for the 25-yard line, which is the first down in our league. So that should not happen again. I've also ordered eight more pylons so that both end zones have pylons. All right. And I think those should alleviate both anything that went on in that game. 29 minutes in. You said this at 28. You said this at 28.40. I'm saying this now. Clip that. We need to put that on the Instagram. We should have definitely said that in the beginning yes. of the podcast. We said it now. It has to be posted everywhere. Okay. Let's talk about George's team, uh, the Titans. Mork, that is your team. So I will. My real team. I'll, yeah, that's your real team. That's the team that you got drafted by. So I will turn the floor to you today. Why or for this? Why do you think uh, George was? I, why do you think you made the change from George to Joe? Um, it was like the conversation at halftime was basically, from my perspective, it was kind of just Joe going up to George. Actually, before the half ended, Joe went up to George, was like, let me play quarterback. I was like, Joe, like, we cannot change quarterbacks. Like, we are in the first half of the first week. Like, this is stupid. Like, please just let, like, just let it rock for a little bit. And then at the half, I guess they were just talking about, like, and and Joe wasn't wrong. He basically was just saying, like, how if he has, like, Joe's our best player. Yeah, he, best athlete. Best, best athlete. Yes, like he's the best most, athlete on our team. That like is he the has most the ball, important part, right? Like when, like when he has the ball, he's going to make a difference. And they were just going back and forth about how basically we weren't connecting on passes, and if you're not going to do that, you might as well run the ball. Joe is faster than George, so I guess that's why they made the change. I think George so was a little bit hesitant. What, but what I saw from that was from the first few plays of the game, Dylan's team was doing a really good job of getting pressure on George, and George is like a tall, lanky great defense kid. by them in the first. He's, half. Yeah, he's not. He's a tall, lanky kid. He's George is not like a not super agile, and I think like I'm saying to play quarterback in this league, I think you have to be really athletic. Because there's because it's a full pass rush at any time, you know as many people could rush the passer, and there's no delay. So I think switching from Joe 
I think that some switching from George to Joe helps them everywhere because I think as good as Joe, as good of an athlete as Joe is, you have to be able to win the ball as a wide receiver in this league. I think George, as like a taller kid, could get a mismatch more easily than Joe Piscopo could. And whereas Joe, playing quarterback, could buy his team more time by running around and making plays, extending the plays, whereas George is just not – that's not his game. And I think in the end of the day, you kind of told me you guys didn't really huddle that much. No, we didn't. You need to. Like I'm we said, we're stressing it. Stress it. Stress it. We, we, we actually call the timeout. You win. I had a play that I knew where every single person on that field was going to be before the play started because you got to know the quarterback got to know where everyone's going to end up being. It's, yeah. yeah it's it, think, of, think of the NFL. Right. It's the same concept. Yeah. Same I'm concept. going to go on a little bit of a tangent here because I like how you mentioned that. We call the timeout. Late in the fourth quarter, obviously not when you want to call a timeout before the two-minute warning, but, like, I, I call a timeout, and everyone was like, why are you calling a timeout? I was like, because we haven't made one play yet. Like, no one knows what we're doing. Like, yeah. We need to make a play. I don't remember what happened. I don't think we scored, but, like, I'd rather not have people running Just, X, Y, yeah. and Zs all over the place with no one knowing what to do. So, like, we had to make a play. Yeah. And um, on top of that, going back to the whole quarterback situation, our game plan is – Keep it short. Like, that's our game plan. Our first drive, the only people who called the ball were Matt and Spo. Yeah. Which is, like, which is totally fine by us. So, with that being said, like, nothing's official yet. We're going to talk about it and see what we want to do for week two. What we have to do is whoever plays quarterback week two needs to stay quarterback for the rest of the season. And then on top of that, like, George and I were actually just talking about it. Like, what's wrong with Joe playing quarterback? Like, do I, like, I think they both have their pros and cons. I'm not sure if... Joe would be able to sling it like I know George has the potential to, but at the end of the day, if Joe plays quarterback, our best athlete has the ball every, every play, play in a scheme where we're going to dink and dunk a lot. That's why I said if if Jake Espo plays in the league, Jake should play quarterback because he's the best athlete on his team. So I, I like, and anyone I, can make play like Jake is probably the best receiver, but like he could throw I mean, it. He can make play. Like, quarterback. I play quarterback in, in, in the fold. and any team and could be honest live. with you before that. Before everything that happened, I, I, I was killing. I was I was rushing on people, throwing the ball. It's it's. You know, I think and the best teams can live without like a stud yes. out wide, you know, especially with all the the linemen eligible. And I yeah, like, but I kind of liked your team exactly. because I think Morick really impressed me today. And I didn't see much of your game against Dylan's team, but in the first game, I thought you were really good on the defensive line. Um, I think Spo. Big athletic kid. I think he's a beast too. And so your def- defense, they scored a lot of points on you. Do you what do you think you're gonna clean up the defense? A lot of, a lot of we definitely have to clean up the defense for sure. They did have a lot of broken plays, but um, I th- I, there are a couple guys where we just left guys open. Um, we didn't. The, I remember the whole week leading up, we, we talked about rushing three guys. We barely rushed three guys, and that was the original game plan. A lot that me and George talked about. We kind of ditched, <coughs> um, which I guess is okay because it is tough to have three eligible linemen and one and then one linebacker. But it's something that you've got to adjust to. Which again, yeah, if you don't huddle. It's not gonna work. Yeah, so just just to wrap it up here, that's everyone, right? That's yeah. all the teams. I just ask a quick yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, really quick, I know we all saw different games, didn't see some games. Give me one player that you didn't think much of, and now you're like. I was literally good. That was my wrap up. Wow, that was that's my. Crazy. That's what I was gonna say. I'm, I was gonna move off their game yeah. like before we get out of here. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I guess I'll, I'll start. Go for it. Um, that you I'll, now think <laughs> way higher of than you did before today started. I got I'm gonna, a couple because I'm gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna go. I probably watched uh, Taz's game versus Vinny 
first, like the most. The most. So I'll say the kid Christian, and okay. that that might be me because I'm not like everyone else is probably like we knew he was nice. Me yeah. personally, yeah, yeah. I never first, saw him play, nice. yeah. so I was like, okay, he's really fast. You also, could. another name, Mike. I guess I'll throw out two names. Mike Russo is super fast, but I've yeah. always known he's fast. Uh, but the kid Christian, I thought he had a sick made, play on George. By the way, I think yeah. I think he was Got good. I think he made good plays. That would be my kid that stood out to me. Uh, mine's true. True proved yeah. me wrong. Um, <laughs> TJ, you and I always talk about this. Like, if you go to basketball, like, you can't be like... True's uh, good at football. No, we always talk about that. But, like, uh, I also said, though, in the beginning, like, no matter what True was going to do, whether he was bad or whether he was really good, like, nothing was going to surprise me. But what... Did surprise me was how smart he, he was. Okay, he listened and Dylan alluded yeah. to that before. True, like, true. true made it, like he called out some things in the huddle, but most of the time it was like me and other players in the team, like, yo, let's do this, blah blah. And he's like, yeah, like, true, okay, called, okay. true called out the Philly special, yeah. Mike Russo called it. True took credit for it though. True was like, yeah, you like that, you like that, but but no, like, we all know True's athletic, but the but the way that he played. Mentally today, like can you can you and I really think of any big mistakes that he made? Like I, I, mean, I he threw some picks just because he was like on the run. Like, okay, picks like yeah, fine. No, no, like he mental breakdown. True thinks he's a mobile quarterback. That's why he's running the read option. True, <laughs> that he, no, he I, know, I, I know. True, <laughs> that's why that's why true's hilarious. All right, you Jake. only saw one game. Did anyone in that game surprise you that you hadn't seen? If you it, just that you didn't think, uh, yeah, I had. already had to impeat. The last the last couple of seasons, it didn't seem like he was really like he he tried or he wasn't doing. You know what I mean? Pete, Pete was really actually all over the field. It actually blew my mind. Was there was really a lot of trash talking. He caught a touchdown. He caught a touchdown. Say Pete, he had two sacks. He had a touchdown today. Yeah, Pete was all over the field. Oh, he safety. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Pete. He was definitely doing his stuff. I like that. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, the only games I like I played in my game and I watched all these games, which is a blah. But I would say both the Madelon kids. Spo and Malta, they both. Yeah, Yo, they shout did. out to Malta too. He came up to me uh, after the game and was like, "Yo, you're TJ. You do the podcast. It's dope." Uh, so I just wanted to shout him out. Yeah, no, they both. <laughs> they well, looks like they're definitely both going to be competing with each other for rookie of the year because they both made a bunch of plays today. So I'll shout out them. Word, Kurtzman. Um, personally, people told me Chance Cooper couldn't catch, mm, and Chance yeah. Cooper, all he did today was yeah. catch the ball every time yeah. I threw it to him, and. Like I said, brought the energy. I thought he was going to be fine, though. Um, the other games I watched, yo, Bryce Walker didn't do much today. I thought he was athletic but out there. He, he's on the he's Jets. Gonna, yes. He's yeah, going to eventually start making plays. There was a ball that was thrown to him super far out, out of balance. balance. He had and a great attempt at it. The greatest like attempt of like, what you would see an NFL player do yeah. and still like almost caught it. I, know, I think athletic. straight up, Bryce Walker, you're going to be making plays soon. Don't worry. Yeah, I like, I like Bryce's. Uh, game. He's and very athletic. I was gonna say Spo too. Spo was a beast. Okay. But um, Nick Douglas on the receiving end, like last year in SFL, he was just rushing the quarterback, playing O line. But he 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 looked good out there for them today. He, and he he's gonna be big for them. Yeah, I everyone. You know what? I'm gonna say this just to wrap it up here. Everybody to me today. I don't think there was one kid on the field today that didn't belong on the field. And I'm being dead serious when I say that. Eddie Wells never belongs. Stop. Don't say that. <laughs> Eddie belongs in the field. I thought everyone out there was was good enough. Everyone out there was trying. The intensity was good. And I think for the first week of this, it went well. 
I think next week will be better. I think week three will be better than week two, and I think it will just uh, continue to get better. Uh, 40 minutes in, we didn't plan on this going this player long. Uh, no, we're going to announce yeah, your boys work, We're gonna announce player of the week, uh, week two preview, and all that good stuff, middle of the week, to, to you know get us ready for the next one. So I guess we're going to go recap and then preview every week. So we'll do two of these. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. No, anything else you want to say, Christian? You want to close it out as commissioner week one? Um, thank you, everyone, for. Oh wait, before oh, we no. finish, mm. I gotta, I gotta throw some shade on Christian because mm. uh, he said he was gonna oh, sing the national anthem, okay. and he didn't do the national anthem. So, so I don't know what that's all did about. Did he do the halftime performance? No, I. If you're still listening, and I goddamn hope you are, because this is. Dope every week. I promise you, I will sing the national anthem prior to week two. So, give me your closing yeah, statement. So, uh, I just wanted to thank everyone for coming out. Obviously, there were problems today, but they will get worked out as the season goes on. Um, I have high hopes for the league. I want everyone to remember that we respect everyone when we're at the field, regardless if you know them or not. You respect the referees for what they calls they make and what calls they don't make. You can talk to them, but please let's remember that they are humans just like us. Every ref is going to miss calls. Let's let's just remember that yeah. when we're playing the game. The intensity of the games was great. I am one of the most intense players you'll ever see when I'm out there. I am yelling, screaming, doing everything. But you have to remember that at the end of the day, this is just a flag football league that you're just trying to play and have a good time. So let's just remember that, guys. It's going to be a great season, week one in the books, and yeah. goddamn, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. very excited. Uh, that's it for episode four of the Obridge FFL podcast. Uh, everyone who was there today coming up to me, telling me how dope this was, uh, I really do appreciate that, like, in all seriousness. Uh, if you like this, listen to the Triple Threat podcast with me and Steve Strom talking about the NBA Finals. We're about to get into a lot of football. I know a lot of you people in this league are football guys. But as soon as the NBA Finals is over, we're getting immediately into NFL offseason things. So make sure you give that a listen to. It's on the same uh, SoundCloud page as this. Everyone, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys probably Wednesday night-ish. Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday, Thursday night-ish for week, two, for week one Player of the Week awards and then week two preview. We'll catch you guys. Peace.